Concepts for Living. Welcome to Concepts for Living. Concepts for Living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing. Concepts for Living can change your life today. God is shifting us. God is shifting us. Someone came in here sick, they're going to leave well. Someone came in without a job, the job is waiting for you. Someone came in broken, wounded in spirit. You're going to leave with a different spirit. You're not only going to leave with a different spirit, God's going to use you from this day to help people who are struggling with the very thing he brought you out of is what he's going to use you to. Tell somebody it's time. I've been talking for a while. And so what I want you to do right now is to help the little pastor. I want you to start talking to somebody next to you right now but that's not church we're not supposed to do it that way no i don't I, I, i've shifted from that right now you start talking to somebody and let them know how you appreciate the anointing and what the anointing can do find somebody right now you can stay in your seat but just find somebody just just look and start talking to somebody i'm moving along Hallelujah. Stay with me. Keep talking, keep talking. Mm. It's time to activate. That's another word for turning the key. <laughs> Isn't God good? Yes, he is. That he let you live long enough to hear a word in season. <laughs> oh, you're dangerous now. Let's go a step further. Activation. Now is the time for us to activate. Don't just appreciate, activate. If you want to see a supernatural manifestation through your exploit, don't cower down. Don't offer flatteries. Don't try to compromise the truth. Don't try to get in so you can get along. Now's the time for you to stand firm in your faith and not weak in your faith. There are those who are telling you this don't make sense. Somebody like you shouldn't have to go through this. Somebody like you should not have to suffer this. But you know why you're going through. You know why you're suffering so you don't entertain what they are saying. Oh, 
Moses was told by God that he would be the father of many nations. Not Moses, Abraham. And Abraham got blown away with that. Suppose I told you that God says you're going to own your own business. You've been working for everybody else for a long time. But you're going to own your own business. In fact, you're going to be an employer with employees. When God tells you something extraordinary, get ready for the extraordinary. One morning out on my deck at my house, day was just breaking. And I was looking toward the north. And God said to me, I am going to use you in a position higher than you could have ever thought on behalf of this country. I said, what? The Lord said, it shall be so. It didn't happen that next week. It didn't happen that next month. It didn't even happen that year. But it happened. I was fasting in four seasons in Atlanta, Georgia. In the back, in a room that where I could see uh, it was like a back room and it was a corner. So I could look out at that and see that and look out that side. And the phone rang. It was the leader of this country. You're the one. I said, one? What do you mean? Who is this? He gave his name. I thought it sounded like him, but I couldn't believe he going to be calling me. What is he calling me for? Please hear me, saints. What is he calling me for? And I'm saying, why are you calling? Because you're the one. Your country needs you. When he said that, something went I said oh in what way and I thought it was to speak at something or whatever he said I want you to lead a commission I said what kind of commission political I said political I said haven't you heard I'm not a politician. 
But if I were, you don't remember ever saying that? So then he says to me, yes, you're the one. I said, no, sir. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to hang up because I, I'm, I'm trying to stick to a schedule. I'm, I'm, I'm doing some things in this room, just me and, and whatever. He said, I'll call you back. Two days later, he called back. He says, is it settled yet? I said, I said, I told you, no, I'm not going to do that. I don't know. I wouldn't know where to start. What, 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 what are you talking about? He said, but let me tell you, if you're the one, you'll know what to do. Sometimes the God we serve will use somebody else to tell you what he wants you to do. I said, I told you no. And I said, please, please. I don't want to embarrass anybody. I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know where to begin. He says, we'll orientate you. We'll do all that. I said, sir, that's it. And he said, I'll call you back in another day or so. And he called back the third time. When he did, I said, okay, let's go. Because during the time that he called and then didn't call, I went back to the same God who said one morning out on my deck. I said, yeah, let's go. And never thought the little back of town preacher would ever be called to do something like that. And the places that it took me, the State Department, the UN, sitting this close to talking with leaders of countries learning constitutionalism learning about the various aspects of of transition from colonial style governance to independent government understanding the form of governments whether premier, president or whatever I know understanding about the IMF and UNESCO and all the others God is getting ready to usher somebody into a high place. Don't limit what God is calling you to because of what you've been through. You've never been there. You haven't been there. No, no, mate. You say, I, I've been to this, that, and the other, but I haven't been there. No, no, no. Don't limit yourself to what God is getting ready to do in you. Yeah. Look at somebody and say, take the limits off. They didn't hear you. Take the limits off. Say it with authority. Take the limits off. You thought that you were here just to do that. You thought that you could only do the other. You didn't know that God, 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 God. Called you. And so I found myself in all these countries doing things. Wow. 
Why waste your time trying to do the best you can when God already has the best that you will do? It's deep. But I'm trying to say, stop dropping anchor where you are. Cut your engine off, but don't drop your anchor. Because you can drop your anchor on a calm day and not move far from where you were. Mariner's metaphor. Where God is getting ready to take you is going to blow your mind. Hallelujah. I'm speaking to you. I'm not just preaching. I'm speaking to you. I'm telling you, get ready. Because you've already paid the price to get going where you have to go. You've already paid the price. You've already met the standard. You've already reached the criteria. So not so much from what you've come through, which is what we praise God for most of the time. But, but for where you are going to is what you ought to be praising him for right now. You all don't understand what I'm saying. I'm saying you start praising him right now for where you are going to. It's waiting on you to arrive. If God said it, you will see it, and that ought to settle it. Look at someone and say, it's time to activate. You've been talking about prayer, you've been talking about fasting, you've been talking about reading through the Bible, you've been talking about a lot of stuff, but now it's time to activate. Just look at somebody and just get on their nerves right now and just you look at them and just simply do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a language. You just do that. You just that. You just do yeah, yeah. upstairs. Where you at? Somebody up there. Come on. Just, just turn the key. Just turn it. And when you turn that when you turn that that means I am ready to go wherever God wants to take me and that's why you ought to get excited right now come on shout shout activate Activate. so you can't read read in Romans 4 and see how many times you read like uh, it says that when God told Abraham, you're going to be the father of many nations, it blew his mind. And so, so then, then the next thing you, you, you hear is that uh, he begins to buy into it. He begins to accept it. So now you hear him say, and he considered not. He considered not his age. He considered not that he was finished. Producing, physiologically speaking. He looked at all this and he considered not. 
He considered not. And what else did he not consider? He considered not his own body. Are you supposed to be helping me? Considered not his own body because as far as he's concerned, it was dead. I'm not going to stay there long. We're going to move on. Because for some people, <laughs> anyway, let's go. Let's go. I ain't staying there. I'm going to stay in the spirit. Go ahead. He considered not his own body, now dead, when he was about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. Are you listening? Did I, is that in your business right now? Is that in your business? That means there's some things you have to not consider. There's some things you have to not accept. There's some places you ought not to go. There's some things you ought not to be performing right now. Right now. You on the other hand, there are some things you need to be doing. Accepting the fact that even Sarah and her womb don't matter no more. Because what God calls you to do overrules all of that. Tell somebody, I'm changing my thinking. The old way was the wrong way. Now, I'm activating a whole new dimension of thinking and acting because I'm turning concepts to me.